are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locks On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locks On podcast network. Your team every day listening to who? The always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer, so please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. At CreatorThomas24 for my personal account, or look up Locked On Dimebacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. Now, on today's show, it's a jam packed pod as always. We got Janton Shorter, the second back on the pod, to discuss who is winning the World Series, MVPs of both leagues, and who is taking home the Cy Young Award. So it's going to be a jam packed pod as always, but it's MLB draft season, and the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast is covering every future star of the MLB. Host Arm Lane brings you player interviews and farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Lockdown MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. All right, all right, all right. Let's jump right into that pod with Janton Shorter. I'm all in on the Astros going in to the World Series, making it to the World Series over the Red Sox. I think the Astros, they also have like the best offense by far. I mean, their their offense is off the chain when you look at the numbers. I mean, they had like five dudes deserving to be an all-star this season. Altuve, Correa, Gurriel, Michael Brantley. They had, you know, some studs in that lineup this season. Uh, I think their starting pitching could probably improve. Let me, let me actually pull up their uh, team real quick because I actually don't know what their starting rotation is looking like have you seen any brandon belak recently i feel like i haven't seen any belak recently uh, not recently he's he's um he's kind of faded away into the <laughs> i don't know if the bullpen role will be what he is but he hasn't played as much um recently he's usually good for one or two innings every once in a while but back to your cheating point i did listen to a podcast david sampson former miami marlins um oh or president mm-hmm actually talked about how he would encourage his players to get a little sunscreen on their they would supply the players with some sunscreen as well as some rosin on the dugout maybe some sticky stuff on the bench mm. who knows he said he wouldn't deter it he would ask the players what they needed they would just comply and say here you go we don't know anything he's asking for a little bit of sunscreen a little bit of pine tar for under his hat so i think these owners are actually because they have to make money if you if you're not winning a championship, you're getting fired. So I do think these owners and managers do push a little bit of cheating. I know we're America and we want everything to be so pure, but I think we need a little bit of dirt for our baseball. And we need a little bit of cheating just to keep that edge. Just to keep that edge so the Yankees don't win every year. The Yankees don't ever win anymore. They haven't <laughs> they won where after this they, they have since the cheating, they have they haven't won anything. <laughs> After this season, we're going to be able to say the Yankees have won World Series in the last 20 years. I've been waiting years to say that because oh, it's always so happy. Yeah, so happy. So happy. The Yankees are a joke franchise. They are not that good. Do I still have the MLB standings pulled up? Yes, I do. The Yankees, you know what their run differential on the season is? You want to guess? 
Uh, I'll hold on. Uh, before you guess, I'll say the Blue Jays are plus 72. Red Sox only plus 57 run differential somehow. And the Rays are plus 85. Uh, oh, I would say maybe plus. I, I couldn't tell you, Miller. Plus know. one. Just about one. as many rings as they have in the past 20 years. Exactly. They're three games above 500, so it's not even like having that good of a season. And I think we all know that the Yankees are disappointing. If you want a Yankees prediction, uh, Aaron Boone, if I have to give the JT uh, the JT prediction, Aaron Boone's not coming back next season. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. And they're not getting Girardi back, that's for sure. <laughs> all right. So uh, who did you have in the World Series now? What's your World Series prediction? So my World Series prediction right now is Red Sox versus Brewers. And who's winning? And I have the Red Sox coming out on top. Woo! Red Sox are back, baby. Um, they were down. They made a bad move and gave away Mookie, but Mookie's not making it to the playoff, making not making it to the World Series this year. So I guess the Red Sox fans can can kind of take a sigh of relief that it didn't hurt them too bad. Um, so we'll see what happens. That's my prediction. Hold me to that, Millard. I'll come back on around um, maybe late October, early November, and we'll talk about what happened. I would love to see a Dodgers Red Sox World Series. That would be insane. And Mookie Betts, not really having that great of a season. He was an all-star, but I don't know how deserving he was. He's got 13 home runs and seven stolen bases, but a 256 average is pretty low for him. He's got an 839 OPS, which is pretty good because uh he's got 366 OBP and a 477 slugging, but he's just not having the same kind of season they normally see from Mookie Betts. But what I love about him. 58 strikeouts, 47 walks. The dude does not strike out a lot. He's a productive player, which is one of the big reasons why I like him. But it was I, I hated the Mookie Betts move. I always will, but it's kind of worked out for the Red Sox. I mean, Verdugo has been pretty good for them. I mean, right now, Verdugo's batting 280, 771 OPS, nine home runs. He's got four stolen bases. He's basically 80% Mookie Betts. Then you got Jeter Downs, one of the top prospects in baseball as well. So the move might actually work out in the Red Sox favor. I think them losing to the Brewers. Uh, I don't think that would be a very tantalizing World Series. Brewers, Red Sox. I'm not sure how many people want to watch that, but sure, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, just to see the Red Sox in the World Series, that'd be pretty cool. But I got Dodgers over, or excuse me, excuse me. Let me back it up. I got Astros over the Dodgers in the World Ooh. Series. They're coming back. They said, hey, you think we cheated against you last time to win? Well, we're back, and we're going to beat you without cheating now. I'm all in on the Astros winning the World Series. I want them to win last year because of all the, all the pushback that they've gotten. And now this year, in the non-COVID season, Astros taking it all, and they're going to beat those sorry-ass Dodgers because Kershaw is a fraud. He was only good in 2020 because there was no fans. People like to say LeBron won a Mickey Mouse ring. Oh. No, Kershaw won the Mickey Mouse ring. That's uh, what I got to say about that. Interesting. I think LeBron won the most Mickey Mouse uh, ring. but That's a different podcast. That's a different podcast because that's an awful take, but it's coming from you, so it's expected. That's all right. Let's move on now, JT. No need to linger on your bad takes. Uh, let's get to the MVP discussion. Who do you have in the National League, JT? You will hear JT's MVP prediction, but with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. 
why they're often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you can need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solutions to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about his box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Let's get back to the pod. So the National League, right now it's going to be a battle between, as we all know, the fan favorite, Fernando Tatis, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. Jacob DeGrom is also mm-hmm. having a great season, Mm-mm. comeback from injury. DeGrom is having a great year, but I think it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be Tatis, Millard, unfortunately. I'm going to be hurt. But also Nick Castellanos, <laughs> a close second place, close third place. If he keeps hitting bombs, I don't know. Tatis needs to step it up. Hold on. ESPN actually has a MVP, like a predictor. Hold on. ESPN MVP MLB. Let's see if I could pull up their predictor to see. Um, I don't even know where it is. But, yeah. I uh, Wait, is this it right here? But I, too, have – oh, no. That's an inside story. I, too, have Fernando Tatis as the favorite. Uh, to win it. Oh, is this it right here? Is this the no? I don't even know where it is. Uh, but if I think I find from, it, I'll put it in the chat. Okay, uh, that would be helpful. But I think uh, Tatis is gonna win the MVP award. Um, Degrom could win it too, but I just don't like giving the MVP award to pitchers. I just don't think it makes much sense at all. Uh, I know he's phenomenal, and he could basically putting his team in position to win 20 plus games by himself on his back, on his merit. Plus he's actually a pretty good pitcher that can hit too, but he can only affect the games he starts in. He can only affect the game 30 times a year at best, 35 times. Someone like Tatis can affect the game 150 times a year. So I just think it doesn't make any sense to give the pitcher the MVP award. They just can't affect the game enough times for me. That's like giving the kicker an MVP award because he hit like five or six field goals in a game. Like, how about everyone that set him up to get in that position? It just wouldn't make a lot of sense. So I'm definitely uh, leaning toward Tatis, but better watch out for those Reds players because if the Cincinnati Reds finish with a semi-good record right now, the Reds are 48 and 42, so they're above 500. They're going to have two guys that are going to be right there on the MVP conversation. They might have number two and number three with Castellanos and Jesse Winker. So uh, it, it'll be an interesting NL conversation for sure. Uh, uh, did you find that predictor by chance? I wasn't able to, unfortunately. Uh, don't don't they worry. Got too many, they got too many predictions on there. I think it's a lot of articles and a bunch of things. I found it. I found it, but they don't have MVP. They just do it for Cy Young. Uh, but who is your AL MVP? I think this is where oh, we're going <laughs> to You know who it's going to be. It's going to be the all-star MVP, Vlad Guerrero Jr. 
he's going to step it up, take over the home run lead from Shohei Otani. Unfortunately, Otani, I think after this home run derby, he's going to be one of those guys who kind of fall into a bit of a slump. Mm. Um, I think he's a little trying a little too hard trying to hit those home runs, especially after you go two, three rounds. You're only focused on hitting the long ball. Um, so Shohei might struggle a little bit. You pitch him low and outside, he might struggle and miss a couple miss a couple fastballs um, that he usually hits for power. So we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be Vlad Guerrero Jr. He's going to stay on pace. He didn't wasn't in the home run derby. He was just hitting nukes in the actual game. So we'll see what happens. But Vlad Guerrero Jr. is my guy. Who do you got? That's a bad take, uh, but it's okay. Uh, you were saying before, you're like, oh, Brewers making it to the championship series because they have like five dudes that have an OPS above 600, something ridiculous like that. Well, Otani's slugging is 700. So their OPS is on B- OBP plus slugging. His slugging by himself is better than those Brewers Entire okay. OPS. Well, where are they at in the playoff standing? Oh, oh, that really matters so much. For I mean, for we're talking person. about MVP. A whole team, eight guys versus one guy. We're talking about MVP, and his teammate is the guy who is the face of, it doesn't matter what your team does, I'm going to take home the award. And that is Mike Trout, who's on the worst team every year and somehow wins MVP every year. So Otani, it doesn't matter what his team does because not only does he have the numbers, he has the home run lead, the triple lead, the slugging lead, the total bases lead, Vlad Guerrero Jr. If Otani wasn't in baseball, Vlad Guerrero Jr. would be the MVP. Or if Otani was just a hitter, Guerrero would probably be the MVP too because I don't think Otani's offensive just straight batting numbers are better than Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s. I would take, as a batter, I would take uh, Guerrero over Otani. But you got to remember, Otani's also the ace of his team. Is Guerrero the ace of his team? No, and that matters. Most valuable player, if you're also the ace of your team and you're leading the league in almost every offensive category, I think you're the most valuable player in baseball. So I think it's hands down ludicrous to give it to any other player outside of Otani because he's arguably the best slugger and he's one of the best pitchers in baseball as well. So question for you then, if you think he's going to win, do you think the all MVP, AL MVP ever leaves um, the, the Angels? With Trout coming back, hopefully next year, does he leave the Angels? Does it ever leave? Does, does it stay? In, oh. Does it stay in, and uh, <laughs> on the Angels team for the next couple of years? You think? I I honestly feel if I don't think Otani has to do what he's doing now, but if he's like a twenty-five home run guy batting two seventy. 800 OPS and then like a 3.5 year Ray guy too, making 25 starts a year. I feel like he automatically should win the MVP for the next 10 <laughs> seasons. If he has like, he doesn't have to have great numbers, but if he has pretty good numbers in both of those in both pitching and hitting, I feel like he automatically has to win. No one is more valuable than a guy that could be the best pitcher and batter on their team. That's the definition of the award. If you could go out there, shut the other team down for six innings, and then hit two home runs yourself, I don't know what makes you more valuable than that. You're single-handedly winning games by yourself. They say one player in baseball can't win games by themselves, but when you're every fifth day pitching – trying to get a win for your team. And then the other four days you're smacking home runs almost every other day. <laughs> I think you're by definition, the most uh, valuable player. So Trout will probably win a couple because he's Mike Trout and uh, riders can't help, but just look at his war and give him the MVP, even though war is the worst that ever created. Uh, so yeah, I would probably agree. The angels are probably going to have it. I would give it to Guerrero. One of these years, probably, I would expect him to win MVP. I mean, the way he's playing at, like, age 22, it's pretty insane because Otani is 26 right now. Guerrero is 22 in his third year in baseball. So 
Uh, we got some stars of the future for sure. And I think it's kind of crazy. I'll bring it up again. Judges. Let me look up judges age because judges, he's going to be 30. Yeah. And he's only been in baseball six years. So he broke in in 2016. So yeah, he's going to be 30 next year. He broke in at 24. So he wasn't actually that old. 24 is not too bad. So Otani came into the league at like 26 or Otani came into the league at 23. So a year younger than Aaron. Mm, excuse me, had a little burp there. A year younger than Aaron Judge. Uh, but this one was actually pretty weird to do. Uh, who is your American League Cy Young Award winner? You will hear JT Cy Young prediction. But this episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked on Dimebacks once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Green Room is a perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, host game breakdowns, and of course reacting to big news or rumors. You will have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked on Dimebacks podcast through our green room conversations. Be sure to join me this week as I'll be hosting a live green room either Thursday or Friday. Definitely probably going to be Thursday, so download the app and join me at Miller Thomas. Go download the free green room app now, currently available on all, all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. Follow me at Miller Thomas to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this week, either Thursday or Friday. And again, I'm telling you, it's probably going to be Thursday. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the D-backs. See you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Now for this, I have Otani. Um, oh my god! I think he... Okay, just getting excited <laughs> everywhere I go. Might as well leave the pod. I'm offended <laughs> by your takes. No, Otani's pitching so well right now. I don't see um, the best in the league in the American League. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Okay. He's a dude, he's got a, he's got a, he doesn't even get a rest day. He has to go hit. What do you mean best in the league? Those guys are getting. Great days of sleep. This man's worried about what his next step back and hit in the face, possibly. So I think he's doing he'll probably win the Cy Young just because it's the first year. Um no. it might not be based on numbers. I think it's begun because he's also pitching, he's also hitting. So I think it's gonna be strictly just a I wouldn't say pity, but because it's so incredible, he's gonna win the Cy Young. No. Have you ever watched baseball, JT? They never only my, vote never in my life vote. have I ever watched baseball. They only vote on the numbers, JT. That's why Mike Trout wins. They only care about the numbers. They literally don't care about anything else when it comes to voting. They don't play narratives into this. They only care about the raw stats. That's why you could be on the worst team in baseball and win the MVP. Because if you're batting 350 and have a killer OBP, they don't care about anything else. So Otani, he's not going to win Cy Young because he doesn't have the numbers. He can win MVP because you could combine his pitching with his hitting. But on the merit of just his pitching, is he the best pitcher in the American League, not a chance. He's a very good pitcher, but he's nowhere near the Cy Young Award winner. He only has a 3-4-9 ERA because the guy who's going to take it home 
currently is the Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn has 30 more innings pitch, or not 30, I think 23 more innings pitch, 90 minus 67. You could do the math for me, JT. I'm pretty sure it's 23 uh, innings pitch. But Lance Lynn leads the American League in ERA with 199. Only dude was sub two. Otani's at 349. Uh, Lance Lynn at 90 innings pitch compared to Otani 67. Otani does have an elite strikeout rate of 11.7 strikeouts per nine, but so does Lance Lynn. He's at 10.4. He leads American League in hits point uh, hits per nine innings at 6.3, and he is best ERA plus in the American League as well. So when you look at all the major numbers, it's pretty easily a closed case. Uh, well, maybe not easily who's winning the Cy Young, but it's an easily closed case of Lance Lynn over Otani for the Cy Young Award. Uh, but let's move to the last one, JT, before we wrap up here. National League Cy Young Award. I think this is probably the easiest one to predict, unless you're JT, so we don't know what's going to come out of your you mouth. You know what's going to come out of my mouth. I have Jacob DeGrom. I think he's going to turn it up um, in the turn second it half. Up. Turn up even more. It's all right. It's all right. The flame is on high. He's having he's, the best season maybe he's ever. Breaking, he's, it up more. he's breaking the flame at this point. He's uncontrollable with how hot he's going to be. Um, white hot for Jacob DeGrom. He's just going to have an incredible second half. Might even lead the, the Mets back to the playoffs. Don't talk too loud, but um, I don't want to see them in the playoffs. But he might do it. Um, we'll see what happens with Jacob DeGrom, but I think he's going to be the Cy Young winner. Yeah, I think that's a consensus answer there. 1.08 ERA, 1.08 ERA, best in the league. Leads the NL in strikeouts, 146. Leads the NL in ERA, plus 363. Leads the NL FIP, 123. Leads the NL in whip, 0.543. Leads the NL in hits per nine, 3.8. Lance Lynn the, led the American League in hits per nine at six point something. DeGrom's at half of that, leads the National League in walks per nine, 1.1, leads the National League in strikeouts per nine, 14.3. I mean, it leads the league in pretty much every stat, so I think it's pretty easy to say DeGrom is going to win the National League Cy Young Award, but that was a pretty long podcast, Janton Shorter. Thanks for I have one more on thing today. for you. What do you I have? One say? more thing. I have a wager. I like to do a wager. Okay. I know you and you and Javi come on and do a wager. Mm-hmm. So right now, Shohei has a a five home run lead um, for the most home runs in MLB. My guy Vladdy, I'm sticking by his side for the rest of the season. So I'd make a make a wager that if Vlad Guerrero has more home runs than Shohei, you have to do something on your Twitter, and if opposite, I have to do something on my Twitter. How about this? Shohei maintains his lead. I got one better for you. I'll take Otani in the MVP race and take Guerrero. I could care less about who has more home runs. You no, know I'm down with that. That's, I like that. I like that. Okay, we could do that wager. I don't care about who has more home runs because at the end of the day, Otani's going to have the MVP award, which is all that matters. Who cares if Guerrero has one more home run? We shall run? see. We shall <laughs> see. Might be unanimous, dude. Might have a triple unanimous. crown winner over here. I Black think he could win the triple crown and still not win MVP. Oh, wow. Well, you're saying he's going against a guy who's going to be second in Triple Crown numbers. Every Triple Crown winner. winner. Every Triple Crown winner has always won the MVP. So we'll see. Well, this you're saying the guy. Well, yeah. and But the guy that they lost to or that finished second probably wasn't the Cy Young Award winner, according to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So that, that's what I got to say to that. And if they were, they were probably exclusively a pitcher and not a slugger like Otani is. And right now I'm looking at the Cy Young predictor. Um, Otani not listed in the top 10 for Cy Young predictions for American League, but they also value it pretty weirdly on uh, ESPN. 
Right now, they have Liam Hendricks leading all pitchers in the American League for Cy Young, the closer for the White Sox. Uh, he has a 2.75 year, right? They have Lance Lynn second, but they just heavily, heavily uh, support closers for some reason. They have Li- they have Liam Hendricks, Matt Barnes, Ryan Presley, and Raciel, uh, Raciel Iglesias as for the top five Cy Young. Uh, four, there, there are four closers are in the top five, four of them. I, I don't know why I butchered that so badly. Four of the top five Cy Young leaders, according to the Cy Young predictor on ESPN.com for the American League, are closers. That's how you say that, JT. Uh, so I think that's just absolutely crazy. And then they're not really doing that in the National League, though. They have a Gosman first, Del Scalfani of the Giants second, actually. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> they have DeGrom third. They think Del Scalfani has had a better season. This is rough. rough. Then Josh Hader fourth and Walker Bueller fifth. So four of the top five are starters in the NL, but they're closers in the AL. They have Garrett Cole seventh. They don't have Otani in the top ten. They have Nathan Avaldi tenth. Hmm, Avaldi, Cy Young. I was surprised to see he was an All Star. No, 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 no. He's had a he's had a good season. On my fantasy team, he's pretty good, but I wouldn't say Cy Young. Yeah, Garrett Cole, he looks to be taking a step back now that he can't use Spider Tack anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Tough time for the kid. That's all right. But uh, JT Shorter, that was a great podcast. You're on here for a while. I might have two weeks worth of content because of you, hey, JT. No worries. Maybe you get a live podcast in when I come over there, Miller. Oh, well, we're doing Green Room for sure live. You got to do that one day. When oh, you yes. Absolutely. And, then, absolutely. and then maybe a podcast too. JT, tell the people where they can find you on social media. The Backs fans, you can find me on JT Shorter on Instagram. Let's look at my name. Twitter, same thing, JT Short. I pop up, got a nice smile, follow me. I do occasional tweets about baseball. Um, pretty busy with work, but I'm going to start tweeting more so I can um, kind of get my opinions about the sport. I love baseball, so we'll see what happens. Thanks, Araf. Thanks for having me on, Miller. No problem. That's JT Shorter of Lockheed Martin on the podcast. Thank you, JT. <laughs> Big baseball fan. Love his opinions. Love his hot takes. Uh, JT, I guess we'll catch you next time, buddy. Adios. Adios, amigo. That's it for this edition of the Locked on Dimebacks podcast. And remember, betting on the D-backs doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to come back tomorrow. We're planning to do a crossover with Ethan Smith of Locked on Pirates. Might have some scheduling issues, so we'll see, but definitely come back tomorrow no matter what because we will be talking about the Pirates most likely. And as always, stay safe. And stay healthy out there. Deuces!